welcome to the Cedar House Church Sermon of the Week. Our desire is to remain in God's presence, explore His passions, and supply tools that serve and inspire our city. God is, wow, that was great. I feel like God's taking this season and this time to call us into a posture of generosity. And it's really easy to misunderstand generosity when you're in a church setting because so often it's taught as a transactional thing because the Bible is full of examples and principles where there's a sacrifice that's made or the principle of the tithe, or just it's full of these parables even where you're sowing and you're reaping and it makes it, it, makes it easy to, to look at that and say, okay, so um, from a perspective of the tithe, if I give God 10%, then he'll multiply my income. And I think that obviously those things are in the Bible so they're true. But I think what God's calling us into is a relationship of generosity. Is a relationship with our time, with our talent, with our financial resources. And we as humans have a hard time grasping what God is doing in our lives and the way that that God is working with us and the way that God is working through us. Because it says throughout the Bible, and I think this principle overrides everything. It says that we are sons and daughters of the king. We're sons and daughters of God. So if I'm a son of God, that means that I'm royalty. I'm a son of the king of kings, and I have access to his resources. Paul talks about us being ambassadors. So if you understand the principle of an ambassador, what that means is an ambassador is someone who comes from another country and another place, and they show up to represent the interests of that country and that place. So if we're an ambassador and we're royalty, what that means is whenever we walk this earth, we're walking this earth from the posture of a prince of the king of kings who has access to the resources of the king of kings. That means that the the laws that are in effect here on the earth, that means that we don't have to abide by those laws. Now, I'm not talking about like the law. I'm not talking about go speed after church, right? But I'm talking about the, the principle of limited resources. Or Jesus defied the laws of gravity and defied the laws of physics when he walked on the water. Or the kingdom's full of these, these contradictions where uh, you, give, you give money when you don't have it and somehow you receive more. And it doesn't make any sense. And I think the easiest way to understand it is if you understand the relationship between a kid 
and their dad. If they have a healthy relationship with their dad. And one of the things that my dad modeled so amazingly well was the principle of generosity and inheritance. And I can remember as a very young, I guess I was probably in middle school, going to the football games and my dad used to bring me and I would go with all of my friends. And a lot of my friends um, came from families that were, that were very poor and we would kind of hang out together. And I started noticing like that this, this friend, I'm not going to say names, uh, this, this friend, she never gets anything to eat. And I asked her, and she was like, well, we have no money for that. Or one of my other friends, she never gets, he never, he never like, he never gets to, to go, go get a drink from the concession stand. I would ask him, he'd be like, well, well, my parents just don't have any money. And there was one thing that I knew, and I knew very well, and that was that my dad had a pocket full of cash all the time. He was one of those guys that just walked around with a pocket full of cash. The other thing that I knew was anytime I went and I asked my dad for cash, he would reach into the pocket. He didn't even ask what it was for. He would just reach into his pocket, and he would give me a $20 bill. He'd be like, here you go. Get what you want. <laughs> Don't point, Gabe. He was modeling something. He was modeling generosity. And so for me, for those years that I would go to the football game and I would go with all of my friends, they, would, they learned they didn't use me. It was really beautiful and respectful. They learned, like, if I'm hungry, I can ask Josh because his dad will just give him some money. And so, and my dad knew what was going on. He didn't care. But I lived this, I lived this, that was just, it was just so much fun. We would go, I would buy nachos for one friend, I would buy a drink for my other friend, my other friend would want a hot dog, and my dad bankrolled the whole thing, and he knew everything that was going on, and he absolutely didn't care because he wanted me to understand the principle of generosity. And the kingdom principle of generosity is, I may not have any money in my pocket, but my daddy does. I may not have any time in my schedule, but my daddy invented time. I may be completely overwhelmed in my workplace, but my daddy invented peace. So when we live from a posture of generosity, it's not that, hey, I'm going to give 10% of my money to the church and then God's going to multiply my finances because of some direct relational business transaction. What he's looking for is the heart of a giver who recognizes, hey, you know what? I should do this because God loves me. And I love him. And I want to be in a relationship with him where, where I'm giving to him and I'm receiving from him and I'm giving to him and I'm receiving from him. I want to give my time. I want to give my resources. I want to give my finances because, because there's more. There's always, in the kingdom, there's always more. And I think it's, it's so beautifully put in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 16. And I'm a youth pastor, so I'm going to read this out of the message. I'm not going to be fancy like Landon and read from ESV or NIV. Um, it says, make sure you don't take things for granted and go slack in working for the common good. Share what you have with others. 
God takes particular pleasure in acts of worship, a different kind of sacrifice that take place in kitchen and workplace and on the streets. This is the kingdom principle of generosity. We don't have to take anything for granted. We don't have to take our time for granted. We don't have to take our finances for granted. We don't have to take our talent for granted. We don't have to feel like we have to to hold on to it or divide it up exactly right or something's going to go wrong because we are royal ambassadors bringing the principle of the kingdom of heaven into this earth and walking as ambassadors on the earth and bringing those principles with us. So that means if there's no coronavirus in heaven, we don't have to take for granted that it's here. We get to walk in that power. That means if there's no financial limitations in heaven, we don't have to walk and give and hold on to things like there are these these financial limitations here. I'll never forget years later, um, my dad was pastoring a church in Denham Springs and we had Hurricane Katrina come through and somehow we ended up being this first stop of these buses that were evacuating people from flooded houses in New Orleans. Um, We were the first stop that had power and water and there was a little bit of food in the kitchen and people just started showing up. And I remember being in the office with the church administrator who was doing what church administrators are great at doing and and explaining to my dad that we have a limited amount of money in the bank account we have a limited amount of food in the kitchen we cannot we have a limited amount of resources that are that are in this we had like a a shed that we use for benevolence and there's too many people out there and all of the stuff that we have in here will be it'll it'll run out with the first bus and we just need to send them on And I remember my dad just sitting in his chair and he was really kind and he was really polite. And he said, you know what? You're right. We only have about five cans of food in the kitchen right now, but I know somebody who's got a lot more. He refused to send those buses on. And so the buses pulled up, everybody got out of the buses and they started cooking and they cook all of the food the first day. By that night, the kitchen was completely empty And the next morning, out of nowhere, an 18-wheeler pulled straight into the parking lot. It was full of food. It was full of beds. They were like, hey, we heard that that there was a hurricane, and y'all were the first place that we noticed. Can y'all use any of this? And so all the people that got off the buses went in the back of that 18-wheeler and started unloading things. And over the next six months, there were about 10,000 people that got fed and got clothed and were relocated through that church that had about three cans of beans and two cans of potatoes in the kitchen when it started. Because there's unlimited resources that are available. And even when it logically doesn't make sense and we're looking at something that, that's, that's hard, like a bank account, like a budget that's hard, firm numbers, God says, guess what? It doesn't matter because I always have more. Even when we're looking at something concrete like the principle of time, and I only have this amount of time to spend, God is like, man, I have more. And so what I feel like he's stretching us into and calling us into is learning to rely on the kingdom principle of generosity, not that we're 
giving specific amounts of money or that we're, we're burning ourselves out doing things that, that he hasn't called us to do, but in that we are sacrificing as a form of worship in the areas that God is speaking to us and God is calling us higher in and we're not allowing the logical limitations that operate because of the laws of this earth affect the decisions that we make to be generous. And it's not about money. It says worship that takes place in the kitchen and the workplace and on the streets God is calling some of you to use your kitchen for him. God is calling some of you to use your business for him. God is calling some of you to step out onto the streets and get vulnerable and awkward for him. God is calling us as a community to come up higher and to match our level of generosity, and our level of resources with his. Will you guys do that with me? Can we? Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. For more information about this podcast and other resources, visit cedarhousechurch.com.